Blog Talk Radio. Virginia Beach, 
Second Jurisdiction Church of God in Christ, where Bishop Wilbur Daniels is the prelate. God blessed in a marvelous way. Here, we want to give some praise and thanks to Reverend and Prophetess S.B. Stalling for making this broadcast possible. Please keep them in your prayers. As you probably know of the misfortunes that took place in Charlotte, Virginia, yesterday, that's a serious wake-up call for all of us to go into serious prayer for our country and our president. We need to ask God to turn the hearts of those who are eager to go into war. For war is not a joke. War is not a plaything. Our sons and daughters could be called up. Many thousands and thousands of people could be killed. So let's do something about it. Let's go down into serious prayer and ask God to deliver us from these evils that are taking hold and sway against us. This I ask in Jesus' name. Now today, we're kind of going to go back into our childhood days. And I will be reading from the 107th Psalm, the 107th Psalm, verse 12 and verse 11. Now, I know some people are 11 and 12, but I just want to read the 12th verse and then the 11th verse. Therefore, he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down. There was none to help. Because they rebelled against the words of God, tempted the counsel of the Most High. Let me read that 13th verse. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. Now, something today is going to be Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. A nursery rhyme may be understood to be any verse that is summarily said or sung to small children. Nevertheless, a rhyme or song which was new when the adult was a child may occasionally come back to mind along with old verses, and thus enter the stream of tradition. Hence, I come up with the subject, Humpty Dumpty. Think about the nursery rhymes, Goldilocks, the Three Bears, London Bridge is Falling Down, 
three little pigs, handy dandy, prickly prandy. These things were recorded back to 1998. Humpty Dumpty, let's think of the description of Humpty Dumpty. A big fat pig with a huge head joined to its body. No neck or waistline. Tiny little legs, stubby little arms. And there he sat on the wall, smiling, laughing, swinging those little bitty legs, grinning, and just watching the world go by. Well, my friends, some of you are on a wall right now. You're living in more like, you're driving more luxurious automobiles, living in more costly mansions. You have more bank accounts, more IRAs, more stocks and bonds, and all more real estate. You are on a wall. But Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. He fell and splattered all over the place. His destruction was definite. His ruin was complete. Had this been a vase or a figurine, it could have been glued back together. Had it been a torn garment, it could have been patched, rewoven, or sewed. But no, this was an egg. But in that egg, was the germ of living substance. It was both tasteless and unsavory without soul. So what do you do with an egg when you drop that egg? Do you pick it up? Do you try to mend it? Or do you throw it away? It doesn't matter whether it's a hen egg or turkey egg or goose egg or guinea egg or duck egg or ostrich egg, once it falls, we immediately find a way to pick it up and clean it up and throw it away. But what if God did us the same way? Each time we fall, crack up, mess up, and many times, we have fallen. Song says, I get up, but I'll fall down. I get up, but I'll fall down. Well, many people are constantly falling. Every time that you fall, Satan, the accuser of our brother, is right there telling God on you, telling God that you fail. Listen. To Satan talking. Satan says, that brother, watch that brother. He fell through lusting. Watch out for that sister. She fell through drinking. Oh, God, look at that preacher. He fell through jealousy. Nothing over there fell through chasing women. There's a member that fell through gambling. Over there, there's one falling through self-righteousness. And over here is another one falling through slowfulness. 
or respecter of persons, wouldn't some of us be in serious trouble if we fell and God would pick us up and just throw us away instead of trying to do something to rectify our problems? But God does not throw us away. God looks beyond our faults, our mistakes, our mess-ups. He looks beyond the faults and sees our need. And Jesus is always interceding for us. And so Humpty Dumpty fell. He fell. He had a great fall. And all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put him back together again. He messed up. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. He fell and lost everything. He lost his innocence. He lost he lost his godlikeness. He lost for a while the will to live holy. He lost his beautiful happy home. He lost everything that was worthwhile. It's terrible to lose the things that you had. He had the beautiful home of Eden, but it got put out. When it fell, everything changed. Look at how his life changed. When it fell, the ground got cursed. Thorns and thistles started growing. Canoes started shaking, spewing fire and lava. Nature's beauty got marred. Flowers began fading. Lakes started freezing. Frost began to bite. Winds began rising. Change from a cool breeze to tornadoes, cyclones, to samis, typhoons, disease germs began to multiply. Air got contaminated, and the frail body began to gradually deteriorate through problem and problem, sickness after sickness, disease after disease, and life became a burden, and labor became a drudgery. Man was in a bad shape. All the king's horses and all the king's men could not put the dumpty back together again. My friend, let me tell you, to me, to me, uh, this is a parable of man's experience. For Adam represented Humpty Dumpty. For Adam sat on a wall higher than any other person. He was not born. He was created. He went to sleep single, and he woke up 
married. His wife was the first prime rib that I know of. He was given dominion and authority over everything in the garden. But he had a great fall. I know, I know, man is very intelligent. Man is a microcosmos of the universe in which he lives. Man can harness the wind. Man can make interplanetary ships that sail through space. Man tame wild beasts. He smarted up to split atoms. He can make deadly bombs from hydrogen, make radar to score the skies, and supersonic submarines to scan the depth of the ocean floor. But you know what? Man cannot make an egg. I know man can plant the egg. And then he can have incubators to hatch the egg. But only God can make an egg and put within the egg the germ of living substance that we call life. And only God can put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Man thought he could do it. They tried many things. They tried education. They tried culture. They tried burning incenses and candles. They tried reformation. But that could not do it. Many tried to put him back together, but they failed. Another group, able, tried. Couldn't put him back together again. Able issued in the sacrificial system, but often a lamb under God. Nora stepped on the scene, said, maybe I can put him back together he built the ark for the saving of his house. But one day he got drunk, and from that thing started going down. He couldn't put him back together. Solomon was the richest and wisest man that ever lived. But he let the women get the best of him. Brought him down. He couldn't put him back together. But then there was another group that stepped up and said, well, I believe that we can put Humpty Dumpty back together. Samson, he tried it, but Samson's strength could not do it. Gibeon's courage couldn't do it. Job's patience could not do it. Rome's marching legions could not do it. The Chaldeans, Susan, couldn't put them to together. The wise men of Babylon 
and the Greek's philosophical insight couldn't put him together. But Athens' literary skill, Joab's tenacity, Abraham's faith could not put Humpty Dumpty back together. David's godlikeness and Pharaoh's witchcraft and Uzziah's military genius. All of these tried, but they failed to put him back together. Oh, Lordy, I'm so glad when it seemed like all hope was gone and it seemed like there was nothing else that could be done. Way back in the courts of heaven, I can hear somebody saying, Where is the Lamb of God slain from the foundation of the world? One day, one, one, one good day, God prepared a seed to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. I'm so glad that seed was Jesus. But let's go on back to paradise, the paradise of Eden. God had formed man of the dust of the earth and breathed into him the breath of life, put him to sleep, and from his rib he made woman. I told you when he went to sleep he was single. When he woke up he was married. He had one wife, and that was a woman, a real woman, a 100% woman. And God told them to be fruitful and multiply. John and James can't multiply. Ruth and, and Wilma can't multiply. Joan and Joanne can't multiply. There must be a man and also a woman. There must be a father and a mother in order to obey the will of God. God told them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Two men shocking up can't replenish the earth. Two women Shocking up, cannot replenish the earth. You're out of the will of God. You're in a situation of abomination, and God hates abomination. Adam was made holy. He was made good. He was made perfect. He was made pure, and God told him he could eat of every tree of that garden except the tree of knowledge of good and evil. But Adam disobeyed, wanting to please his wife. Oh, so many folks have followed that same path. They'd rather obey that wife than obey the living God. Adam disobeyed. Humpty Dumpty Adam had one of the greatest falls of ever. He lost everything that he had. He lost his home. He lost 
Lord, his happiness. I'm so glad. I want you to notice what happened. When he ate from that forbidden tree, he took in bad fruit into his system. He took badness into his body. For you are what you eat. If you're taking that boat, you're tying down your body. If you're taking that reed, you're tying down your body. If you're taking that alcohol, you're tying down your body. You are what you eat. For you see, listen, according to the studies, they say if you want iron in your body, you got to eat and live and spinach. If you want to have good and strong eyes, you should eat carrots. If you're weak in nature and you want your nature to get stronger, you need to eat all odd oysters and asparagus and avocados. But you are what you eat. But Adam ate these from that forbidden fruit. Tree. He had already had from the tree that was good food, but he took in himself roots of all that's bad. For you see, in him, after he ate from that tree, he had bad seed that come out from him. The seed of Cain was in Adam, the seed of Herod. The seed of Goliath was in Adam. The seed of Ahab was in Adam. The seed of Judas was in Adam. The seed of Jezebel was in Adam. Oh, Lord, but he also had some good seed in him. So I see from Adam that came Abraham, that came Isaac, and they came Jacob from the seed of Adam. David and Solomon came from Adam. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came from Adam. Daniel and Ezekiel came from Adam. But I'm so glad there were some good women. Ruth and Mary and Naomi came from Adam. I'm so glad that Mary came from Adam. Oh, Lord, I heard the angel tell Mary, blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the truth that you're going to bear. You're going to bear a son, and you're going to call his name Jesus. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. In Adam, Oh, Lord, there was both good seed and bad seed. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. When nobody else could help him, God gave his son. When nothing else could help, God gave his son. And love lifted me. God reached through 42 generations and prepared his son to put Humpty Dumpty back together and sent Adam as the root of David and the seed of Abraham. 
Hold on, let the Holy Ghost overshadow Mary. She brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and he came and tabernacled. Thirty-three years, he was crucified, died, and was buried. But early, early, one Sunday morning, he got up out of that grave and said, I am the resurrection. I am the life. I have the keys of hell and the keys of death. Because I live, you can live also. Jesus, Jesus made it possible that there was a second Adam, and that is Jesus. He's able to pick up every piece of your broken heart and mixed up body. He can make you brand new all over. He can make you a new person all over. I'm so glad the word said that he brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke their veins of Sunday. All that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. I'm so glad he put him back together. Humpty Dumpty has been put back together by the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm going to tell you right now, no matter how messed up you are, no matter how broken down you are, no matter how scattered around you are, Jesus can pick you up and change your life and make you a new vessel if you just accept him. And you ought to do that today. Let Jesus come into your heart. Let Jesus come into your life. Let Jesus come into your soul. He will make you a brand new vessel. He will cause you to walk in the right way on the streets of holiness. God will bless you. Heavenly Father, now touch every person who's listening right now. Save them before it is too late. Save mother's daughter and father's son. Save that lost one that's going and moving and turning and don't know what to do or which way to turn. Turn them towards you, Heavenly Father. Draw them into the ark of safety before it is too late. Now bless this country, President and Charlotte, Virginia and all the persons there. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen.